Hello and welcome back to Sharing Thoughts, the podcast. I'm your host, Brandon, and over the next few episodes, I'm going to be speaking to you and giving you tips about university life. So I feel like I haven't actually added much to my podcast recently, and that's because I've been planning a lot of ideas, a lot of different series to talk about, and a variety of different guests who I'm going to hopefully bring on throughout the months and years to come. So I just thought I would do a quick little university um, podcast about university life and whether university is right for you. So in this podcast, then I'm going to speak on a variety of different topics, including the different paths in order to be successful, university reputation, picking the right courses, aspirations and goals, facilities, accommodation, social life, campus environment, any extracurricular activities or societies and gap year. So that is what this one podcast is going to cover. It's quite a hefty podcast, um, but I feel like all of them sort of link within each other and it just makes sense to just collate them together. So firstly, the main question is whether or not university is right for you. So obviously, personal circumstances for everyone are a lot different. Some people may feel like the education system stops at A-levels. Some people believe it will stop at GCSEs. And others think that actually going on to university and taking on that extra three or four years um, of studying will help them and become more beneficial to them once they have graduated and left. Now, for me, it was quite it was quite a difficult decision as to whether or not I should go because I was quite an academically good student. Um, I was getting, say, B's, C's, so average sort of grades. um, And all the teachers told me that if I worked hard, I could potentially do very, very well. And I was one of those people that I didn't sort of, I didn't like leaving work to the last minute. If I did, I made sure I did it to the best of my ability. But with a lot of my other projects and subjects, I tried to do it as I was going along. Um, and for me, university straight after A-levels wasn't the best choice for me. So I decided to take a year out. Um, that's known as a gap year. And throughout that year, I was working in an organization, developing my confidence, my leadership skills my ability to work with new people because obviously I hadn't had a job before so gaining all that experience in an office that I wouldn't have necessarily got if I would have gone straight to university so in terms of the different paths to become successful and to actually come out of either university or school or whatever with the right grades I think it's you have to just sort of think about it from an individual perspective. What is what is it that you want to achieve? Do you want to explore the social life at university? Are you just wanting to earn money and just have a successful life? Like you have to work out what is it that you wanted. Um, so I think there's different paths in life. You could potentially obviously do internships. Um, the standard way is obviously going to university. Um, some people could do obviously what I did. So whether you take a gap year and then decide to go to university the year after. And I think the thing with university is that it doesn't matter how old you are, you can still go to university. You can still get your degree. And although you potentially would be classed as a mature student, if you go when you're slightly older, you're still able to have just as good as a degree as someone who's pretty much just come out of school. Um, So moving on to my next point, so the whole university reputation, I think before actually deciding whether you want to go to university, I would potentially look at all of the different options of universities that are out there for you. 
So if you're interested in media or fashion, have a look at the universities that specialize in those particular courses. There's no point applying for a university that does maths when you're interested in, I don't know, fashion or sports science or something. It just doesn't make any sense. So I think for me, it was just, it was just a matter of finding the universities that accounted for media subjects and that it wasn't just film and TV or it wasn't just um, written stuff and essays and all historical stuff. There was actually practical media stuff involved as well because I don't like writing essays. Um, and obviously doing practical media isn't the easy way out because there are still essays to write. There are still projects to work on and analyze. But for me, media is just a lot more, it's a lot more free than some other subjects where you have to like follow syllabuses and stuff. So for me, I looked at universities that specialized in or had a good reputation of media and the arts facilities um, the reputation of the lecturers, for example, and that helped me in order to pick the right course. So when it goes on to obviously picking the right course, there are one of two ways that you can go, but I'm sure there's many other ways, but there's two main ways in which I feel you can pick your course. So you can either go with something that you know you're definitely confident with, something you're um, strong, like strong-minded about, something you're interested in, something you're passionate about, or you could test yourself and you could apply for a course that you potentially have no idea about. You can do some background research about it. You can get some information from other people or recent graduates of that particular course and try something completely new. Um, but in terms of, for me, I was quite open to a lot of different topics anyway. Um, I did have an interest in things like sociology, psychology, even though I didn't study them at A-levels, there was always bits or modules of them where I actually thought they were quite interesting. So for me, it was like, I didn't really want to do a whole degree based on it. But if I was to do my media degree and just get extra knowledge from those at the side, that was a win-win for me. I was doing my degree, which was quite a free sort of degree. And then I was obviously learning other things along the side. But obviously that varies from person to person. Some people just want to focus on the particular interest or hobby um, that they have and obviously that's the subject they will then go for other people might want to push themselves in different ways and just because you pick an easy subject it doesn't mean you're going to come out with the best grades because like when I um, initially started with media I didn't I didn't think it was going to be easy no way did I think it was going to be easy but I thought that there was a lot of it was capable for me to get through each of the years as long as I was to focus on one piece of work at a time whether that was a visual, whether that was a video, whether that was an essay. Um, and over time, obviously, my grades started off quite low. But going through to second year and obviously now going through to third year, my grades have improved um, and gone up from the thirds to the two ones and potentially high first as well. Um, so that's the sort of, they're the sort of tips and the sort of things I would say when picking the right course. Um, my next point is obviously the aspirations and goals. So I slightly picked up on this one before. Is university right for you? It depends on whether it's something you're aspiring to. Do you have older relatives? Do you have brothers and cousins? Do you have friends that have graduated from university and you sort of want to follow in their footsteps? Or do you have an aspiration to have a particular job where you need to have a degree? Um, or is it that you just want to explore the social life, explore a new town? And obviously having a university degree and completing a degree allows you to explore a new town. I think for me, 
I didn't really have aspirations of the social life or anything like that because I knew that would just come with university. I think for me, it was to explore a new area and sort of get out of London and explore a new town. So obviously up in Nottingham, there's a lot of different facilities that we don't have in London. Obviously there's things in London that we don't have in Nottingham, but I think it's just been the best two years of my life so far. I've made so many great friends. I've had so many fantastic opportunities and I'm hoping to do podcasts about them. Um, but yeah, I think in terms of aspirations and goals, it's, it's a personal thing. It's personal circumstance per person, basically. So whatever your aspirations and goals are, that will ultimately determine whether you should or shouldn't go to university. Um, and whether it's morally right or wrong as well is it's totally up to you. Some people are against the idea of university and they believe that it's too much money being paid out and you're not actually getting the quality of education back. Some people believe it's the other way around that university is fantastic and you're, you're achieving a lot of things and there are so many opportunities for you. And I think that's the category that I fit into. Obviously 9,000 a year for education is quite expensive but once you think about it, you don't have to pay any of that back unless you're earning more than I think it's $25,000, uh, £25,000. And then after so many years, it's cleared anyway. So that's not even something to worry about at the moment. I think for me, it's just mattering about the whole um, job while at university or making sure that there's some sort of stable income coming in. So for that when I leave university, I can actually do stuff. Um, and probably like explore or go traveling or do something like that. Um, and my next couple of points pretty much all come together. So the facilities, the accommodation, the social life and the campus environment. I think those are four quite important things when deciding about whether to go to university or not. And I think in terms of facilities, it's just a matter of whether they've got like cleaning facilities um, for clothes or a library or common rooms um, and obviously every university is different it just depends on what space they have available the sort of budget that they've got um, and I think if you do go on any university tours definitely have a look at the different facilities that they've got whether that's in the accommodation whether that's like communal communal rooms or whether it's all those little extra things like the library what do they have in the library are there quiet study rooms are there silent study rooms um i know at university like in the universities in nottingham we've got a library and we've got an upstairs which is the almost silent zone downstairs is sort of you can talk you can chat and stuff but obviously keep the noise down um and then there are like silent study rooms there's private rooms you can rent out you don't have to pay for them you just book it on a particular day and then you've got the rooms to yourself so like i said each university is different with their facilities um, and obviously accommodation. So it's just a matter of going, checking the stuff um, and making sure it is up to, up to your standard. And obviously linking that in with accommodation. It's going to, when you first go to university, um, whether it's parents or whether it's students looking at the prices, it is going to be quite expensive. And it will be a bit of a shock, like when you do initially look at prices and stuff. But so many hundreds of thousands of students go through university student loan pretty much covers your rent for first and second year, depending on your family circumstances. If you're in any sort of financial difficulties, there are finance team members who are there to help you. Um, so if you go in and you propose your issue, then someone is likely to help you out and you're able to get some sort of bursary and stuff. Obviously don't take my word on that. It is 
down to personal circumstances and every single person will be treated as an individual case. Like you may have a similar case to somebody else, but they will still address the issues as you, as the individual, as opposed to, oh, we've had this before. This is what we did before. They will align it um, based on everyone's personal situation. And obviously with accommodation, there's also social life. So whether that's social life within accommodation halls, um, the social life in the city, social life in just general, like when you're walking around campus, um, you want to make sure that you feel safe. You want to make sure that you're not like left out. Um, and I think for me, one of the benefits of going to a university not close to me is that you can almost have a fresh start, meet a variety of different people who some actually ended up, some of my friends now are actually from London and we just both happened to go up to Nottingham and then we're friends up there. And obviously we hang out back in London. So that's great. But I think in terms of social life as a general thing, it's allowed me to meet a wider variety of people. Because um, obviously London is like the main centre. So there's a different variety of people everywhere. But up in Nottingham, it, I, wasn't really, I wasn't really expecting it to be as varied with people as it is. They're old Oh, oh, sorry, older students, um, young students, obviously people that have come straight from A-levels. Um, and there's people with a variety of different hobbies and interests and skills and knowledge. So I think for me, it's just talking to as many people as possible, um, trying to get into as many people's good books as possible and just having those contacts because you never know, once you leave university, they could be doing a particular job um, and they might need some assistance with video or camera, which obviously I've got experience of doing, or I might have a job where I need someone that does a particular subject. And obviously I've made those friends through university. And although they're now lifelong friends as well, they can also help with projects. So I think social life is one of the important things that if you do go to university, even if you are quite quiet, even if you feel like you don't like drinking or you don't like going out, there will be some opportunities where there are nights in and people want to play games or play on the Wii or go for food in a uh, Weatherspoons, for example. So I think it's just finding that balance of drinking, having fun, going out, but also socializing when you're sober. So you can actually remember the experiences that you have with these people. Because um, the worst thing is going out, having fun, uh, wasting loads of money, and then waking up really, really bad and then completely forgetting what happened the night before it does it ha has happened to me to several of my friends where they don't realize whose bed they end up in or they don't realize that they actually did go out the night before or they wake up with like saliva and like, vomit all over themselves which isn't the best of sights but it happens um, and i think that's the most exciting bit about uni every single day is different you don't know what's going to happen um and it's sort of like when you get on the bus, you see the same sort of people or you'll see mutual friends and you just bump into them and say hello and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think social life definitely made me a lot more confident. Um, and yeah, like I said, there will be different opportunities available every single day where you can meet new people, whether it's through societies and stuff, and then you are able to meet other people who are just like you. But I will talk about societies in a different video. Um, yeah, I'll just leave that for a different podcast. Um, but yeah, also the campus environment sort of links in with the social life. You just want it to be free. You want it to be fun, lively. Um, sometimes it is nice to have a bit of a boring day, a bit of a relaxed day um, where you just sit down, chill out, maybe do a bit of work or sunbathe or something. But as, we're, as we are in England, don't expect the weather to be great all the time and expect that once you go out and sunbathe, it will just 
absolutely drizzled down with rain. Um, but I think those sorts of the facilities, the accommodation, the social life and the campus environment, they're all sort of things that just come with time. Um, when you go to visit the universities, you'll get a feel as to whether it's somewhere that you'll feel confident or you'll fit in, or you might feel actually it's not the university for you. The course might be great. The people doing the tours might be really, really nice, but actually the, the environment isn't really your sort of cup of tea. And that does happen. It happened with me with a couple of unis. I thought Winchester was quite posh, um, wasn't really my cup of tea, um, quite empty, and everything was sort of just like stuck together. Um, but then at the same time, there was a couple of the visits I went to where the universities were so spread out. It was spread out on like two or three different campuses and I was very, very confused. Um, so again, obviously, those I didn't exactly pick. Uh, coming up to my last two points. So the first one being those extracurricular activities and societies. So obviously, if you do decide to go to university, there are going to be the options of joining sports clubs or joining societies or joining different um, social groups, whether it's obviously drinking groups, non-drinking groups, your flatmates, and the people that live in the same block as you. And I think it's just a matter of, it's the same thing as school. You're just put with these people. You sort of have to hang around with them, have to get to know them. But I think actually in reality, they could end up being your best friends because you spend so much time with them. I know for me, during my first year, I was one of the last ones to move into my block. So obviously everyone had already started making friends. They already had their nights out and their initiation and all of that. So going in a day later, it was slightly awkward. But then at the same time, it meant that I could sort of get a glimpse into who I could get on with and who I couldn't. And although there were several disputes throughout the year, and there's obviously there are going to be people that you just don't click with. Um, I'm still quite quite friendly with a couple of the girls um, and some of the guys who lived in the same block as me. Um, and obviously we're all going into final year together and we don't live anywhere near each other, but there's always the occasional message on Facebook. Oh, hey, how are you? Or, oh, what's going on? Or, do you want to meet up for a coffee or something? Um, and I think that does happen. I think when you do meet people at extra events, whether it's like a club or a society, like I said before, it gives you the opportunity to meet new people. Um, but also it potentially can give you the opportunity to make lifelong friends. And the final thing that I wanted to speak about in this particular podcast um, as to whether university was right for you is the whole decision of gap years. So right at the beginning of this podcast, I said that obviously there are a lot of different paths to becoming successful. It depends what you sort of want to go into job-wise, the sort of experience that you have, whether you're a confident or not really that confident person. Um, and like I said, for me, gap year was the opportunity where I could just develop my confidence, my leadership skills, my group skills, um, my ability to actually speak like properly. Because um, I know when I, while I was younger, I, wasn't, I didn't used to pronounce all my letters. I didn't used to sound quite as posh as I do now. And I think just over time and as growing up as well through age, um, it has allowed me to just become a lot more mature and think a lot more adult-like about situations. Um, so yeah, that is pretty much everything for this podcast, um, sharing my thoughts on university life. And like I said, just a quick little run through of what I covered in this podcast. So the different paths of being successful, university's reputation, picking the right course, aspirations and goals, facilities, accommodation, social life, campus environment, 
any extracurricular activities and societies and obviously the option of picking a gap year. So if you did enjoy my little introduction to Is University Right For You on the Sharing Thoughts podcast, don't forget to like, comment, share and subscribe on the video. Don't forget to thumbs up on anchor.com if you're listening to this from anchor.com. And if you do enjoy what I speak about or there's a particular topic of these that you want me to go into into more detail or if you'd like to talk about them with me, then obviously don't forget to message me on social media. Um, Instagram is that Brandon. Twitter is that Brandon with an extra N at the end. You've got my email and obviously you could comment straight on the video um, and I will get in contact with you as soon as I can. But that is the end of this first podcast. I do hope to post a lot more regular content. And just one quick thing as well, my main channel will be podcast-based, whether that's podcasts on my own, podcasts with my friends, or podcasts where I've collabed with people, but I just read out their opinions and their thoughts about the particular issue. Whereas my second channel is going to continue being my vlogs, my videos, my reactions, and any sort of other gameplay video that I decide to upload to my channel. But anyway, that's enough from me. I do hope you enjoyed this podcast. And next on the Sharing Thoughts podcast, tips for adjusting to university life. So once you have decided that university is right for you, how can I help you in adjusting to university life? That will be next on the Sharing Thoughts podcast. And until then, goodbye.